Now that the Detroit Lions have won the division, can they get to gulp the Super Bowl? You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you on a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Tuesday, day after Christmas, December 26th, into Wednesday, December 27th. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, the Detroit Lions have won the NFC North. Yes, we talked about it the other day on Sunday, and man, we had so much fun in the postgame pod. Thank you to all of you that commented on YouTube or on our Facebook page, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Or even on Twitter at Dairy Speaks or at Locked On Lions, uh, uh, it was. It's been the last. The, the last few days have been so much fun, and a celebration for a well-deserving division champion like the Lions are at eleven and four. Now two games to go at Dallas on Saturday night in prime time on what is Monday Night Football with the ESPN crew and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and, and all of them. And then uh, the final game against Minnesota in week 18, a very banged up Vikings team. Now, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Wanham, done for the year. So the Lions have an opportunity here. They do have an opportunity here to run the table these last two games, finish this season at 13 and four. And there is a chance that the Lions could be the one seed and have home field advantage throughout, which would be crazy. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to happen but you just never know. I want to go over some possibilities, and I also want to talk about the the distinct possibility that this team could make a serious run in January. We'll do that coming up right here on Lockdown Lions. Also, let's get you an updated pro football focus, PFF grades for the season, not just last week and what took place in the victory over the Vikings, but where are the Lions' top five and bottom five performers for the season here? Through 15 games, the Lions sit 11 and four. We will do that coming up momentarily. Also, Sunday, Saturday night in Dallas, FanDuel, our friends at FanDuel, and others out in Vegas don't think the Lions have a very good chance against the Cowboys. We will explain that coming up momentarily right here on Locked On Lions. Our program today brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL. For $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. As I said before, follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And thank you, all of you that subscribe and watch us for free on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. We appreciate you as well for doing that. A lot of fun right now, uh, uh, just, just a party in Detroit right now as to what is taking place with Lions fans. Um, and, and just the situation. I mean, this team winning the division for the first time in 30 years, everybody just completely jacked up um, in the city for this team, and it's well-deserved. And now people are talking about Dan Campbell for Coach of the Year. They're talking about Panay Sewell, Frank Ragnow, Amon Ross St. Brown, Aiden Hutchinson, others as Pro Bowl players, as players that deserve, you know, all-league recognition. Um the bottom line is this, two games left to go, all right? But the Lions are going to get a home game at Ford Field that first weekend, all right? And can you just imagine what's going to go on at Ford Field 
down at the corner of Brush and Adams, as I like to say, um, when the Lions host a playoff game. Place is going to be bonkers. It's going to be unbelievable. And I could see a scenario where the Lions would host the Rams or the Lions would host the Seahawks, and it would be that Monday night game on January 16th. I could see it, where all the lights, all the eyes would be on Detroit, and they'd be playing another night game, which they will be playing this week against Dallas. Of course, the Lions right now are 4-0 in these primetime games at night, but I could see that scenario. Um, I really could, especially if it's Stafford and the Rams. But I was thinking today about the Lions' chances. And you look at the NFC playoff situation right now. San Francisco, same record as the Lions, 11-4. and four. They win the tiebreaker over Philly and the Lions based on best winning percentage in conference games. So the Niners sit at 11-4 despite last night's embarrassing loss. They look terrible against the Ravens, and Baltimore's defense was just dominant. Turned the Niners over four times. Purdy was bad. But San Francisco has a tiebreaker over Philly and Detroit. They would be the one seed at 11 and four. Eagles would be the two seed right now at 11 and four. They win the tiebreaker over the Lions based on strength of victory, based on the amount of wins that they have against better teams than the Lions do. The Lions right now would be the three seed, Tampa the four, Dallas the five at 10 and five, Rams the six at eight and seven, and Seattle the seven at eight and seven. Still in play here, Minnesota at seven and eight. Atlanta at seven and eight, Green Bay at seven and eight, New Orleans at seven and eight, and the Bears at six and nine. Yes, there's an outside chance that the Bears win their last two games. They could somehow sneak in. Uh, Giants, Commanders, Cardinals, Panthers have all been eliminated. So right now, if the season ended today, the Lions would be the three. They would host the six-seeded Rams with the tiebreaker over Seattle based on head-to-head win percentage. Here's my question. Everybody has said all year, including yours truly on this very podcast, right? The Lions are cute. The Lions are good. The Lions are the best team in the division. But are they San Francisco? Are they Philly? Are they Dallas? Do they have a legitimate chance to make a run and maybe even make the Super Bowl? Are they a Super Bowl contender? And I've been saying all year, probably not, right? They just don't have enough material on defense. They're not, their rosters aren't as strong as Dallas or Philly, San Francisco, everybody was just glowing about the Niners going into last night's game against the Ravens. And unfortunately for them, they they, they laid a stink bomb. They were as bad against the Ravens as the Lions were a few weeks ago. So now all of a sudden you look up and you say, the Lions have the same record as San Fran and Philly. Philly finally won yesterday. Uh, knocking off the Giants in what was not the prettiest performance, but they still won at home to kind of get back on track a little bit. Philadelphia has two very winnable games coming up on their schedule. I believe it's Washington and then the Giants again. So Philly should be 13-4 and four after all this is said and done. But the Eagles are sloppy the way they're playing. The 49ers uh, last night looked very beatable against the Ravens. Now, Baltimore is the best record in the league the entire league. Baltimore is the best road record of anybody in the league. And the Ravens look like the class of the NFL right now. And Lamar Jackson looks like an MVP candidate. He looks like the MVP candidate right now. But seriously, can we, is there a discussion to be had about our Honolulu blue and silver gladiators, your Detroit lions, maybe having an opportunity 
to go to the Super Bowl? I'd say there's a chance, and here's why. The rest of the NFC is no great shakes. Tell me right now. You know in the AFC, right? Looking at the AFC right now, you know Baltimore is really, really good. right? The Ravens are the class of this league. All right, Miami, after knocking off Dallas, looks the part, and that offense, when they're healthy, and they've got Waddle, and they've got Hill, and they've got Tua, they're dangerous. All right, they finally have a big win. All right, Kansas City looks really bad right now, losing to the Raiders, but they still have Patrick Mahomes. All right, Buffalo is a team right now that looks very dangerous as a sixth seed. People are saying this might be the Bills' best chance to get to the Super Bowl. Not many people are talking about the NFC or the Lions. They're just automatically saying San Francisco. But why couldn't the Lions make a run? Especially if they win their last two games and somehow knock off Dallas and Minnesota, get the two seed and leapfrog Philadelphia, and get to host not one, but two playoff games. That is a scenario that could happen. Now, the Lions have to knock off the Cowboys. We're going to talk about that in a second. But still, there's a possibility here. And with the way San Francisco looked last night against Baltimore, with the way Philadelphia is limping into January, Dallas all of a sudden has lost two in a row. Who else are you scared of? The Rams? I don't want the Rams to play the Lions because I'm tired of the, Staff <coughs> the Stafford talk and the McVeigh golf stuff. I think it would take away from our first home playoff game in this town in 30 years. But do I think the Rams are some Super Bowl contender? No. This league is wide open. And I think the Lions have a chance <clears throat> to make a, a deep run despite the defense's uh, issues, despite Jared Goff outdoors. Could he go to Philly and win? Could he go to San Francisco and win? All these things. I get it. But the Lions have something special going. They, they have buy-in from their coach. They're tough. They can run the football. They're physical. And they believe. And they're going to be playing with house money if they win that first playoff game because nobody's going to think they're going to win the next game or even the next game after that. So that's, to me, what gives the Lions a chance here. As crazy as that uh, may sound, right? All right, coming up next, I uh, want to get into some PFF grades. Who are the best players on the Lions right now? Top five and bottom five on offense and defense. According to PFF, we will do that coming up next. But first, we got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. Weather getting colder out there, although it's beautiful here on the uh, around Christmas with the weather at 50 degrees. But the NFL offers stay hot with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet, that's $150 if your team wins. And thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action than right now. You got to do it. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Who's putting money down tonight on your Detroit Pistons as they're going for 27 straight losses? Maybe they'll win tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. Never easy to beat a team twice in a row like the Nets are trying to do. Want to bet on the game? Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NFL season. They got everything, NBA, NHL, and everything else. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
Right, welcome back to the uh, program. It is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. We will get you our um, crossover Thursday. Marcus Mosier, the host of Locked On Cowboys, will join us on Thursday as we'll get you that crossover for the Lions and Cowboys Saturday night, 8 o'clock, primetime, ABC and ESPN, special Monday night football edition on Saturday. I got news for you. Yesterday was weird to me with Christmas Day football because Christmas Day to me is NBA. It's those, it's that triple header. It's that quadruple header. It's that five straight games. The NFL games actually weren't terrible yesterday. They were semi-entertaining. Raiders upsetting the Chiefs. Giants staying and hanging with Philly. And then last night, Baltimore going into San Francisco and winning. But uh, it is still weird to me to see um, NFL certainly on uh, on Christmas Day. But regardless, it took place. All right, we are 15 games in. The Lions are 11 and 4. 11 up and four down, partner. How about that? All right. NFC North champs, uh, kings of the north, whatever you want to call it, and uh, two games to go. Who's been performing very well for them, according to our friends at Pro Football Focus? Here are your updated PFF top five and bottom five Lion performers on offense and defense. I'm not just talking about this last win over Minnesota. For the season, Highest grade, let's start on defense. The highest grade Lions defender for the season, 15 games in, is Aiden Hutchinson, who grades out at a 90.0, 90 grade for Hutch. Uh, Pass rush grade is at a 90, run defense grade at a 68, and tackling grade of 41.7. So all in all, really good numbers for Aiden Hutchinson. His coverage grade is good at 84.6. I know he doesn't have the sacks. Doesn't have the sack numbers that a Thibodeau has or a Bosa or any of those guys, but Aiden Hutchinson, PFF loves him. Grade at a 90. Second best defensive player on the Lions is Aleem McNeil, who could be coming back soon. 88.1. Ifiatu Melifonu at number three. How about that? Huge game for him last week, including the game ceiling interception. 82.4 for the Lions safety. Number four, a little bit of a surprise for me, is Romeo Okwara grading out at an 80.4. And number five, only three games into his Lions career, Kendall Vildor, the uh, the cornerback, 78.9. Those are your top five Lion players right now, according to Pro Football Focus, on defense. Bottom five, Benito Jones, 43.0, has the lowest grade. Will Harris, who barely plays, but still 45.2. Malcolm Rodriguez, 51.7. Khalil Dorsey, 52.4. And Charles Harris, who's been a big disappointment, has played in 12 of the 15 games this year, 56.2 for the Lions' edge rusher. If this team is going to make a run and going to go far in the playoffs, they've got to get somebody else opposite of, of Aiden Hutchinson off the edge to do something. Romeo Quar, I mentioned the grade has been good, but they got to get home more. Um, one of the reasons why Nick Mullins threw for over 400 yards the other day, and I know he threw four interceptions, but too much time to throw. All right, on offense, the highest graded Lions player and the highest graded Lions player, period, offense or defense, Panay Sewell at a 91.8. Sewell is the highest graded Offensive lineman from PFF in the entire NFL. How about that? Highest graded lineman or highest graded tackle, I should say, in the league. 91.8. 
Highest graded center, by the way, is Frank Ragnow. We're going to get to him in a second. Amnoros St. Brown is the second highest graded Lions offensive player at an 88.4. Frank Ragnow is third at an 88.1. Jared Goff, very good numbers, 82.8. And David Montgomery, 80.7. So Sewell, St. Brown, Ragnow, Goff, and Montgomery, your highest graded Lions players on offense. Uh, lowest graded Lions players offensively. Jason Cabinda, 40.4. Colby Sorsdahl, 41.8. James Mitchell, the tight end, 44.8. Brock Wright, 45.6. And Antoine Green, 50.9. Bottom line is Sewell and Ragnow are two of the top uh, offensive linemen in the league and two of the top three Lions when it comes to grades. That's where you win. You got to give credit to Brad Holmes. Um, he didn't draft Frank Ragnow, but they know how important he is to this operation. All right? Dan Campbell called his name the other day in the locker room and said, where's Frank? Right? They're just a better team when Ragnow's out there. He is tremendous. Panay Sewell, of course, a Brad Holmes draft pick. Taylor Decker re-signed by Brad Holmes. Um, you know, Graham Glasgow brought in has had a really good year. Jonah Jackson, Lions have got to prioritize bringing him back next year. He's had an up and down year. All right. He hasn't been great by any stretch of the imagination. Jonah Jackson, by the way, uh, grades out for the Lions as the 19th highest offensive player. So not great, but there's a chemistry with this offensive line. They've built it right. And, uh, it's one of the reasons why the Lions win games. Jared Goff has time to throw. The running backs have lanes to run in. How many times have we seen Dan Campbell over the last few weeks go for it on fourth and one and run the ball? Why? He knows. His O-line is better than most D-lines in this league. The Lions can move and push people around. And that's what they did this past Sunday. How about that Jameer Gibbs fourth and one when he juked that cornerback and got, took it to for an extra 15 yards? Mir Gibbs are really, really good. Really, really good. And uh, this offense can carry this team a long way. So there it is. Top five and bottom five line performers with two games to go. Dallas on the road Saturday night. And then Minnesota for week 18 at home. Um, if I'm the Lions, I continue to play these games hard and play these games to win and play your regulars. I know there's the risk of injury. I get that. Let's say in week 18, the Lions lead Minnesota 24-0. Yeah, empty the bench, put Teddy Bridgewater in. I don't care. Put Hendon Hooker in. I don't even care. Right? That I understand. But the Lions need to keep this momentum rolling. Resting players, sitting guys out, then getting them back up and running for the next week. Um, I don't like that right now with where the Lions are going. I want to see their players and their regulars out there and not rusty and ready for that first week uh, of playoff football if the Lions are playing in that first weekend. So this week is not going to be easy. As I told you, Dallas reeling off of two straight losses. The Cowboys are uh, going to host the Lions on Saturday night. Vegas does not like the Lions this week. And I will explain that coming up next right here on Locked on Lions. 
And Locked On Lions today is proudly brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Best app to get tickets, folks, is Game Time. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Whether it's sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever it is, use the Game Time app. It's really, really good. And like I said, those views from your seat, are just the best on the app because it takes you right exactly to where you're going to be sitting. It moves you left, it moves you right. You just scan on it on your phone and uh, you can see exactly where you're going to sit. So you have an idea of what, what kind of tickets you want to buy. Uh, all in prices show your total upfront. So you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. It is that simple at game time. So some of you that want week 18 tickets, want to go to the home finale against Minnesota, get the tickets now at game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account, spell it out the code. I'll do that. L O C K E D O N NFL, Locked On NFL, for $20 off. Put it in. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices. And you know what we like to say on this lowest prices, guaranteed. All right, so Lions and Cowboys coming up Saturday night on ABC and ESPN with a Monday night crew. And what I find interesting is Dallas right now has lost back-to-back games. This week, they let one slip away against Miami. Did not look good at times. Had golden opportunities, uh, numerous golden opportunities inside the red zone, inside the five. They're handing the ball a fullback. He's fumbling. Uh, uh, they're going for it on fourth and one and fourth and goal, not getting it. Cowboys should have won that game the other day. Regardless, they've now lost two straight. And Dallas sits at 10 and 5, currently the five seed in the NFC. Coming into Sunday or Saturday night, Dallas is a perfect 7-0 at home. It's the Cowboys. People think up, up, down theory, everything else. Did you realize, according to FanDuel and our friends in Vegas, the Lions going into Dallas are six-point underdogs. The Lions have a better record than Dallas, 11 and 4. Dallas is 10 and 5. The Lions are six point dogs Saturday night. Again, Cowboys are 7 and 0 at home. They don't lose inside Jerry World. But yet, the Lions have the second best road record outside of Baltimore in the entire NFL. They're 6 and 2. Lions have a terrific road record. They've gone into places and won. Now, I know. They look bad in Baltimore. I get that. But regardless, and they lost in Chicago. But like still, six-point dogs? Vegas believes Dallas is bouncing back this week. And the Lions are going to have a bit of a hangover after winning the division. The celebration, the T-shirts and hats, the T-shirt and hat game, as Aiden Hutchinson said. And man, Vegas believes the Cowboys are going to win and they're going to win big. I mean, six points isn't big, but still, you look at the spreads nowadays, all these games, all these teams are so close, two-point games, three-point games, pick-ems, three-and-a-half. Some of these spreads are all real close. This is a parity-driven league. I mentioned before, the Bears have a chance to still make the playoffs. The Bears are terrible. But FanDuel, our friends in the desert, as Brent Musburger used to say, believe the Dallas Cowboys are going to bounce back they are six-point favorites against the Lions coming up on Saturday night. 
I don't see it. I like Dallas. Look, Dak Prescott's really good. This is a team that, of course, started the year nine and three and have had some pretty big wins. All right. The Cowboys, um, you know, knocked off Philadelphia, blew out Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. But the last two weeks at Buffalo, 31 to 10 losers. At Miami, 22 to 20 losers. Right. Despite the fact that they had a five game win streak at one point, they're knocking off the Giants, Carolina, Washington, Seattle, and Philly. And scoring, by the way, over 30 points in all five of those wins. Put up 49 against the Giants with Dak and company, uh, 33 against Carolina, 45 against Washington, 41 against Seattle, and 33 against the Eagles. Right. The Cowboys have a very good, very good offense. And we know about their pass rush and Micah Parsons and everything else. But last two weeks, 10 points against Buffalo, just 20 against Miami, slumping a little bit. They don't run the football great with Tony Pollard. Um, I believe he's had a 100, he's had one 100 yard game all year. All right. CD Lamb is certainly somebody you got to worry about. They've got good depth at tight end, but six point favorites over the Lions. I don't see it. Yes, I know the Lions are coming off of a, historic win last week never easy to win on the road back-to-back weeks dallas really gonna lose three straight probably not all right not telling you i'm picking the lions to win but a six-point underdog is a little bit disrespectful to a team that has a better record than dallas and oh by the way and i'll talk about this on thursday in the in the crossover watch terrence Steele, the right tackle for dallas he's been a turnstile the last few weeks aiden hutchinson should eat saturday night Marcus Mosier coming up on Thursday for our Lockdown Crossover. Hope everybody's having a great week. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. We are back again tomorrow with more right here on Lockdown Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts.